Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast 354. Lynn's here with the boys. Howdy. Hey. They don't have names. They're just the boys now. I'm boy number two. I decreed it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm number one. Who does number two work for? <laughs> Who does number two work for? A uh, couple books reviewed this week. Then a lot of news. Mostly from Tony. All from Tony. <laughs> All right. Who are we kidding? All from Tony. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good show with uh, some of the best segues ever. <laughs> My name is Boy Number Two, and I approve of this message. <laughs> so grab a drink, sit back, relax, enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast 354. Tony's segue into loneliness. 354. 354. have to say that now that we've seen Will Smith as the blue genie, mm. I kind of liked his human form better and yeah. would rather have him gone through the whole movie. Without the blue? Yeah. The big blue Will Lee? It looks terrible. Have you seen the pictures, Charles? The pictures? Or the trailer that had him be the I blue haven't genie? seen a trailer with him in it yet. I <clears throat> I saw um, I saw a, a nice teaser. Okay, uh, that didn't have a minute. So there was this past week debuted a new trailer for it and a lot of people were complaining about the entertainment weekly photo shoot that they did where he's pretty much just will smith the ponytail like, yeah ponytail and goatee and so he has a human, human form. form yeah he's not like like uh like in the cartoon where he's oh but wait basically blue the whole time no, no yeah but but and so a lot of people but were wait, thinking this is more. where it was gonna go now that we've seen what they made him look like it is god-awful. It's not great. It's not good at all. In fact, it should be more cartoony and less looking like him. And I'm totally cool if he decides, I'm going to have a human body in a couple scenes. Cool, do that. Wham, bam, Yeah, he's got to walk magic. through town and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. <coughs> when um, when uh, the genie was introducing Alibaba, the um, the prince, he was not blue. Right. So He was in human form. Yeah, but he we're was going the form. Disney route, and so... In the cartoon, he... Oh, I'm, saying, I'm just yeah. saying, like, in the cartoon, he was... When he was introducing he was, Prince um, Ali. Oh, he was a million colored. I don't know what yeah. you want to call it. He was uh, amongst the other population. Yes, yes. he looked like a human being and yeah. not a genie. He fit in. <laughs> yes. Just now, it, it's it's making me it's gross. question it's, it's not great. why why they went this route. And there's been people that have done a lot of mean mashups and everything and shown where if they were actually make him less human proportional and like kind of stretch out his face a bit and make him look more genie animated be 100% better I hope Disney's listening because I love Aladdin and there's been so many things about this movie that have been pissing me off that yeah. I'm like this is just another one of them I was talking to somebody the other day about the fact that Will Smith is going to be the genie in general and I'm not overly excited about it and it's not that I love Robin Williams as the genie and I do and I do like to me, that's the only like you shouldn't ever redo this movie after that. Yeah. But if you're going to redo it, well, like I don't, I don't agree with Will Smith being the genie. 
However, this person I was with disagreed with me and slapped her in the face. And then she told me why. And she said it's because he has a high energy level. And I'm like, he hasn't had a high energy level since the 90s when he was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If he can channel that back, I guess, maybe a little bit. Well, he's got Bad Boys 3 coming out soon, so he's trying to get all the Bad Boys from the wheelchair? (laughs) (laughs) The retirement committee. (laughs) They're getting up there. You know, I've also heard reports that Disney wants to do a live-action uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Why? What? Exactly. Come on. Nostalgia's toxic. I mean, this isn't 100%. This is just rumors, <clears throat> but this is also them. They're talking about every single property that was great and beloved then because they have no ideas to make new properties. So they made so much money back then. that They're like, we need to make this kind of money again. How can we do it? Well, let's take the same thing and, uh, you know, target the new new kids. The new kids on the block. Yeah, do you think? I mean, <clears throat> I just can't see that one being. Cartoons are timeless because they don't they they don't age, right? You can't. If you watch a movie, the technology changes, right? You can watch a movie from the eighties and it has aged, and you can't watch it anymore. Some movies yeah, stand the test you'll watch of time. It in the eighties, and you'd be like, <clears throat> "This cool. is amazing! Oh my god!" Right. But then you watch it ten years later, and like, oh, man, yeah. that looks really weird. And then you watch it twenty years later. I know this. <laughs> It'll, <laughs> Oh my god, that was terrible. Yeah. That was fucking terrible. Cartoons I... don't suffer from that. Not really. Well, especially stop true. motion animation, right. and, too. And like, yes. You can get a little bit better and smoother, but... When we're talking about Aladdin, Aladdin looked great. It did. Don't watch Aladdin 2 if you want to look at it. <laughs> look at it from my perspective. <laughs> Aladdin 1 looked great. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And some of the technology being used at the time, with the Magic Carpet ride, yeah. um, as soon as he gets on it and they're escaping the um, Cave of... Uh, wonders. The cave of Wonders. Uh, they used... Technology, uh, the th- you know, what do you call it? 3D mapping or something like that. Sure. And it looked pretty f- cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just, Beauty and the Beast was good. Yeah, it was good. That and was the good. added extra stuff yes. was great. Yeah. Um, I don't I, know that all of them need to be done. The Jungle I, Book was all right, too. I finally gave in when it was on Netflix yeah. and watched it. One of them. One of them was all right. The well, first the one, one that Disney, yeah, Disney made. I didn't watch one. the second one because Mowgli. Why are we one? doing this? Yeah. Well, that was also um, Andy Serkis's dream movie, and Mowgli that was or to, Jungle Book. Mowgli. Mowgli. And he was actually supposed to be making his first, and then Disney was making theirs and undercut him by getting theirs out uh, first. Yeah, with stars and then too. Mowgli Scarlett was Johansson. in a lot of like turmoil, and then Netflix finally just said, "Hey, here, we'll buy it and put it out there." I've heard that it's got some good, distinct things behind it because of the love about the story and everything that Andy Serkis wanted to do with it. But yes, it's not first out, so most people forget. Right. Just like every year. We haven't really had it in a while when we had like Deep Impact and... Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Sister mm-hmm. movies. You know that there's a uh, Pacific Rim, right? Yeah. There's also an Atlantic Rim. Um, oh. It's on the Mr. Sanctuary. Is that the B? Yeah. yeah. The I mystery. watched it before it went on Mr. Sanctuary 3000. You because, did? Because I was just learning about these like these sister movie things yeah. where um uh i don't know they're they're letting people just the atlantic room is not a parody it's taken no. serious and stuff like that they, i don't know how they were able to make it they um they there are companies that specifically make just those types of movies and but there's actually legit movies that'll come out with the same themes though like deep, deep impact and armageddon or like when we had the, the 2012 and then we had the day after tomorrow or whatever that came out in the same year the end of the world because it snowed so much the day after tomorrow in 2012 came out the same i think so yeah, same year so. Yeah. day after tomorrow with uh that was uh, the one where everything freezes Dennis Quaid? yeah, yeah. 
I'm not sure about that. Well, I, right around the same I'll, time. I'll Never mind. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Get my um. <laughs> there's plenty you know of things that are challenged. This is the John Cusack movie. You guys right? know, yeah, the 2012. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys do know. Speaking of end of the world, we were supposed to have the world end this past Valentine's Day. Oh, from Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What, I was when will the world that. end? Uh, uh, February, February 14th, 14th, 2019. Valentine's Day. Bummer. <laughs> Dogs and cats live together. together. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. That was um. That was from the first one though, when they were explaining to the yeah, movie. yeah. But yeah. So I'm uh, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't really think of that until after Valentine's Day this year because I love any I nerdy I thought future thing. I said it. I, oh yeah, but that no, that's it that was, was yeah. And there's some uh, nerdy nuggets that they've uh, for the new Ghostbusters film. We'll talk about that in news and notes. But let's get into some books right books. now. Okay. Am I going first? Yeah. Well, Charles has the book I'm going to review, but that's fine. I don't need it. You can keep looking at it. Um, <laughs> it's Marvel's Annotated, number one. So this is actually a re-release of this book. This book is its 25-year 20, anniversary. Um, so it came out in the 90s. I would not have read the original because I was not reading comic books in the 90s, specifically right around that time, because um, I lived in northern Michigan and comic books were not available anywhere except in my dad's basement, and they were all old. So, <laughs> Were there any good ones? Oh, yeah. He had a lot of good ones, for sure. Um, my brother stole them all, though. All the ones oh, of value. No. He's a little dick. But <laughs> that's besides the point. So this is actually a story about the original Marvel properties. So we got Human Torch, the original Human Torch, the robot Human Torch, not Johnny Storm from the Fantastic Four, the android or whatever he is. And they spend a little bit of time on his origin story in this, and I thought it was really interesting because I I didn't know his origin story. I mean, obviously he was built, and I don't know if this actually follows his actual origin story from the books way back in the day, but he's created, and uh, because of all the disdain the public has for him, he ends up getting buried underground in, like, a cement thingy for years and years and years and years and years. Um, it's super sad. <laughs> Poor little robot man buried underground. Um, But eventually he busts out, and the whole book is him fighting Namor for, like, the first ten pages. Just this epic battle between Namor and the Human Torch. And these are the first time that these sort of people are coming out in public. I mean, obviously the Human Torch isn't a person. But it's almost like he ushers in that time because he starts becoming, like, acceptable in society because he's helping everybody. So then I guess Namor pops up and is like, look at me, I'm better than this guy. And they start fighting and cause havoc all over New York City and blah, 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 blah. Um, And then they come together and they fight Nazis because that's how comic books worked back in the day. You would fight each other and then you would realize team up. both on the same team. Yes. You both want the same thing. Just like most uh, most uh, villains um, it, sometimes when they, they mm-hmm. take, um, uh, let's say, like Superman needed help from Lex Luthor or something one day and they were yep. all like actually in I just watched um the Death of Superman the cartoon and uh Doomsday pops up in the in, in Metropolis, right? Mm-hmm. And Superman's fighting him and then once Superman kinda gets knocked down, Lex Luthor jumps in and starts fighting. Yes. Because he's like, This is my city. Yes. Because for villains like Lex Luthor it's about their ego and not about actually being 
bad. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. He's like, I'm supposed to win. We yeah. starts getting beat up. And um, in the new Star Wars movie, or rumored in the new Star Wars movie, is that uh, the both sides of the Force uh, team up to um, to fight a uh, third party threat to oh. the universe of the galaxy or something like that. I mean, that's what that's rumors and stuff. I mean, who knows? I heard a lot of rumors before the last one, and uh, none of them were true. None of them were true. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, it was way worse than those rumors. Those rumors I wish were true now. <laughs> the rumors are always better than what actually happens in the movies. That's why we try not to listen to them. So this, yeah. um, this comic, uh, Marvel's, is uh, really, really just nicely done. It reminds me of those, those calendars that was uh, drawn or painted by that one guy who, like, you, you've seen, like, the, the Coca-Cola Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think yeah. of his name. I tried to look um, him up a second ago, but... I can't remember his there's, name, like, the, he did all the Saturday evening post covers and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it that looks guy. like that kind of. Well, it's Alex Ross because he and he's a master. This is Alex Ross. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's not that guy I was talking about. Yeah, no, this is Alex Ross. And so if you've seen Alex Ross stuff, this is. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I knew for sure. And he mostly does covers now. He doesn't do, and he hasn't done a whole lot of actual book runs that I know of because I would imagine that this takes a shit ton of time because he's painting oh my everything. Gosh, yeah. There's so much quality in each and every uh, little uh, caption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you, if you, okay, so back to the story, uh-huh. uh, Human Torch, Human Torch versus Namor, Human Torch and Namor versus the Nazis, Namor versus the world again versus the Human Torch, Captain America shows up, all of them versus the Nazis, and that's kind of where <laughs> the book goes. Is that, is that the Punisher? Well, so they actually, so these are all Golden Age heroes. Let me see that book from you, because sure, sure, I, sure. I don't know most of these characters. Uh, there's a guy on there who has a, a little skull <clears throat> on his front. Yes. There's a Scarlet Witch looking one. There is there is a Golden Age Black Widow. Oh. Um, a Golden Age Vision. Yeah, And there's sense. Captain America and Bucky. And then these other people, there's a guy on here that looks like Ghost Rider, but his name is actually like is Blazing Skull or something like that. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's... Uh, the ones we don't know are Arcus the Vision, who's the Golden Age Vision, the Mighty Destroyer, who I would imagine is the Punisher character, uh, the Golden Age Black Widow, the Thunderer. He has gas. Yeah. Uh, the Blazing Skull, who ends up becoming Ghost Rider, I think, in the long run. Uh, the Black Marvel, and Toro is in here somewhere. Um... They they very nicely put all of them at the end of the book because I would not have known who these characters were otherwise. But beautifully drawn, nice little like reminder of how this kind of, this world kind of started. Um, there's cameos in here like Nick Fury pops up like post losing his eye. Oh yeah, Nick Fury. But yeah, I saw him. I saw him in there. Yeah. Who's the, who's the person um, getting married? Is that him? This is just the character. He's just a reporter who's telling the story. So he's the person that we're having this experience through. So he's which he's, I thought was really interesting. The perspective of the spectators, the people watching the things going on through the news, yeah, through eyewitness accounts, like, newspapers and stuff. The I think the reason why they chose the reporter is he can get close to the action, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and the whole point of this story is. This is what happened when the when America was introduced to superheroes and their reactions to it and how and how very like fast they adjusted right? to the superhero concept in this comic book until something bad happened and then they hated them and then they did something good so they liked them again and then they did something bad so they hated them again and that's just kind of the setup for all the way comic books have worked in entirety. It sounds like so, 
Sounds like us right now. With <laughs> a lot of things going on. It's a really good book. I'm going to read all of them because they're beautiful. Um, and I, you know, it's like a nice little nod to, to the history of it. So you learn some stuff through it, too. I would recommend picking it up. It is a little pricey. Well, I do remember when these first came out, but they weren't, for me, I didn't quite get into you weren't at the you weren't at the art appreciation level of your yeah comic yeah reading i was yet. just like oh x-men yeah. and right whatever these were probably and i'm glad they re-released them because when these came out in the 90s the comic book scene in the 90s was very different than what this book is it was like pouches and muscles Extreme. and yes everything foil covers and all that stuff and this is a beautiful piece of art that probably was very underappreciated by the masses when it first came out so it's getting a, a second life and I hope it does really well. Um, 25 years, though, man. <laughs> That's a long time. That's a long time. Charles, uh, the <clears throat> artist that did the Coca-Cola Santas and everything. Oh, uh, Hadan Sunbloom? No. Uh, yes, that's his name. What? Uh, <clears throat> that's the person that came up with them. And um, The person who came up with them? Yeah. Made the images for the Santa Claus for Coca-Cola commercials. Okay, well, that might not be it. Not who you're thinking If I were to mention it, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. That's not it. Okay. Say it again. Well, that's... Hadan? Hadan Sunbloom. Are you thinking of Norman Rockwell? There it is. Oh, yeah. You get me now? Well, yeah, I know that's what you're thinking, but that's not who originally created those. Okay. The guy was from Muskegon, Michigan. Ooh. A little fun fact that you missed so close to us. Nice. That's why I also was like, holy shit, that's kind of cool and interesting but yes he's probably not so the best known but that's how he's best known for creating the first ones okay he probably, probably a similar style yeah yeah for sure interesting Can the more you know all right um so the batman who laughs number three was fucking amazing and all i can say is this book is going into the realm of i feel this is an elseworlds yeah type this is very dark for batman um, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> this is very dark for Batman. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone some dark places with Batman. Was the void of light night? <laughs> well, just him having the Joker serum in him and seeing what he's mm, going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not the normal Bruce Wayne. And we we already know that there's the the Grim Knight uh, mm-hmm. here as well. So I can't wait to read that uh, lone one. But he's also... Where we last left off in the last book, he was talking to uh, uh, Joseph or James uh, Gordon Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Who I didn't know really who that character was because I wasn't reading Batman then. But he is uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon's son, and a big story arc that that he went through was in uh, called Batman: The Black Mirror is what the story arc was. It was okay. ten issues back in about 2011 mm-hmm. where they showed his psycho pathic tendencies and he's just like an evil murderer genius but he's been taking suppressants and everything to not go that way here we have Batman pretty much being like I need your psychotic thoughts that's why you went to him at the end of the issue and you have him interacting where he's treating his son really badly and like commissioner's just kind of like letting this happen and I'm like dude do you understand like how fucked up Batman is right now and Junior eventually realizes it too because of his psychopathic tendencies. Oh. That's, where th- that's where that image comes from. You've seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, now I know yeah. the story. So, All right. 
you know, there's uh, some sweet uh, showdowns between the Grim Knight and um, regular Batman. But the way that this is going, again, I'm like, there's no way that this is normal DC continuity. Uh, there was some fucking great-ass shit with uh, the Batman Who Laughs, who was pretty much destroying the Penguins' uh, casino and talks about the many... Because you have to remember, he's gone through many, many other uh, multiverses mm -hmm. and done a lot of things and killed a lot of Bruce Waynes and all of them and also has seen a lot of Penguins. And he's kind of going up about how most people think either the Joker or the Riddler would be the... the greatest uh, last enemy to follow the Batman but he's explaining to this penguin like but it's really you in some places you even win you have your giant empire of like casinos and you get so much more money and people involved following you that you win in Gotham other ones Batman comes in and pretty much kills you there's so much story going on and ultimately when again another Bruce Wayne appears out of nowhere and you're like, what the fuck's still going on with all these Bruce Waynes? Well, what I love the most is this headbutt scene where he just kills this Bruce Wayne again in front of uh, mm. the penguin who's kind of on the ground. That's an old Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but this is one of the Bruce Waynes that ended up beating the penguin. So he was kind uh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. showing him, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to this, but again, it's yeah. the Joker in Batman's body. And just, it was so freaking good, and I just, I love some of the, the, the puns. Is this still Scott Snyder that's writing this? Is that... Yeah. 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 Ultimately, and it's probably one of the bigger reveals at the end of this thing, is when we finally find out what's going on with Batman and what he thinks he needs to do, because he's realizing, I can't take the serum to uh, suppress, turn in the Joker. He's doing it all wrong, and he just needs to become... Mm. That looks really crazy. He looks like he's going out for a fun night of bondage in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's just easily able to craft it too. Yeah. Uh he's got cosplay skills. Yes, this this book, there's so much more that I didn't touch on because it's just that good you need to read it and see, but oh, probably one of the best uh Batman stories I've read in forever. Take that, Tom King. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all my quick review on that. Uh, I do have to quick uh, do a shout-out to uh, Power Rangers. There's uh, some interesting uh, tidbits of uh, Rita Repulsa being yeah. born and being some born. backstory back oh, of her, which I love. Yeah. These comic books have been exploring that. At least the Go-Go Power Rangers is now in the main continuity that we grew up with. The other one, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they're still lost in the after the grid and searching for the power grid, which is also great. Um, one other book that I really, really liked, and I'm glad that you read it, Lens, because it was it was different. It was fun. Yes, fun, I guess, is the best word. <laughs> but the Wonder Twins. <clears throat> and I just love the logo that they have, too. Where yeah, their fists are bumping. Yep. <laughs> well, even when they, when they said it, Oh my god. Within goodness. the book, like Wonder <laughs> Twin Powers activate. God, it sounds so stupid when we say it out loud. There's a lot of self reference within this book and a lot of kind of making fun of itself in a way to not take it too seriously. Well, can we talk about page one where they're at their school and they have 
Their their mascot must be the wolves, so they call themselves the Wolf Pack, and it's literally wolf heads coming out of a pack of cigarettes. No, I thought that was a pack of gum. It looks like a pack of cigarettes. What kind of gum are you eating? That's <laughs> <laughs> like cigarettes. Doesn't that look like a pack of? I smoke. That's yeah. a cigarette. Pack. There's a little warning on the. <laughs> and their fall dance theme is delusions of grandeur. I did. Uh... <laughs> and there's a circus featuring sad, sad elephants. elephants. Yeah, that was all really funny. Um. But my favorite, favorite, favorite part of this book was when, um, so they, they first start off in school and go through the whole, we're at school thing and stuff like that. And then they go to their jobs, where at, which are at the Hall of Justice. And Superman is explaining to Wonder Woman and Batman that these kids are coming in, that he helped out his, their parents because the kids did, I don't know what the kids did it's, to get I kicked off. I think it's off. still, yeah, it's still a mystery. <laughs> to get kicked off Which the I'm planet. cool with the mystery kind of being there, but I do hope they kind of explain why I know. they came to Earth. For a planet that, you know, engages in thunderlust every time there's a thunderstorm, they had to have done something bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's, he... Maybe they're from Alabama, I don't know. Batman asks what they can do, and he says they're changelings, and he's like, that could be useful. And he goes, well, she can only change an animal and he morphs into water and they both they take a pause and like look at him and Wonder Woman's like water? Yeah like <laughs> which is everyone's reaction when they hear about the Wonder Twins that's mainly the reason why I wanted to read this book <laughs> so much is to see how they do that yeah. within like the big world of DC superheroes because that's one of the most stupidest powers ever which he uses to good use because he's on the hockey team <laughs> He's the hockey rink. Yeah, the ice is a bit rough, and so he's like, I'm all on it. And there he is. He turns into... You can see his face in the ice because oh, he keeps his face wow. in the water whenever he changes into water. This is amazing. <laughs> Practical <laughs> application yeah. of a superhero's power. <laughs> Finally. No, I'm saying I'm getting behind this. Well, I like that. So this is the introduction of them within the new Rebirth DC Universe. slash. I don't think they've been in the comic books for... Uh, quite a few years now. They first originally, when Hanna-Barbera was doing a lot of cartoons and back then the Super Friends, they had added the Wonder Twins um, from Wonder Comics to add a little bit for the younger audience to have two younger teenagers that they could... Uh, and their monkey. Yeah, could which is absent here. He's in the locker there. Yeah, on the cover, but I'm hoping they actually get a <laughs> I know. The monkey. That's fun. Uh so yeah, so having said all that, this, it, I think this is a little bit more of a younger book, but I feel it's anyone can pick this up. Sure. I mean, it has the Justice League. It, I love that how they uh, captured Mr. Uh, Mr. Mixelplick. Yeah. Uh, which he even says that's not how it's supposed to work because it's <laughs> not, but it somehow did mm -hmm. was quite great. But I think the biggest thing that I love was. So there's this lightning that goes over, and I don't think know if this is canon before within any of the stories, but when there's electricity, somehow their race just... They get they call, super they call, horny. Yeah, they call it like the Thunderlust. <laughs> He's explaining it to the class at the beginning of the book. Like, it's like show and tell day. It's like, this like, is my history. Oh. Like, this is what happens on our planet. And he's yeah. like, women become men, or men become women, and women become animals, and everyone rips off their clothes, and... And there's, there's a point of where bodily somebody fluids. turns into water. <laughs> there's a point where he uh, it's starting to do some random electrical storm, and he was talking about wanting a cool nickname, and now he's 
got a nickname. Because he yells, Thunderlust! Thunder so that's his nickname now. But the best part is when he goes and ex- and to the Hall of Justice. Well, yeah, this is what makes it, though, really endearing is that Batman and Superman both explained when they were in high school some of the mishaps they had as well. Right, which I mean, Batman never shares, so that's no. impressive. And this is actually now canon. <laughs> yeah. So other comic books can start calling him BG because... <laughs> He wrote a love poem to be sung to a, a, a Bee Gees song, and so his the rest of his uh, that year he was nicknamed Bee Gees. That's nothing that has ever come up in any Batman comic book before. Uh, having read an article um, about the Wonder Twins book, that's something that uh, Ryan Michael Bendis kind of really wanted to have in there to have some random like continuity thing that no one knew about. So I'm glad they kept that. Uh, I'm curious where this is going to go. Uh, it seems like it wrapped up its story within this. And sure. I know this is a six-part uh, uh, issue planned story. If there's a wider arc of who they are as they fit into. Right. It could be episodic. Sleep. They are teenagers. Maybe they're going to run the whole series like a you know, CW show or something. Well, once they run the series, they, they can always revert back to... Uh, the the secret the uh, what how they ended up right was that uh, a getting sentence? kicked out of <laughs> getting, no I mean like how, getting kicked out of the uh, the thing yeah how, why and how they got kicked yeah. out oh, uh, of there if they're not going to mention it now then they can always mention it in the future and it's like a season two thing you know like yeah it was good it was a fun book I liked really like the art style in it too yeah I'm uh I like uh, Mark Russell he did the Flintstones book uh, mm. two years ago mm-hmm that I still think is just amazing and awesome. And even that had kind of a, each issue was standalone, but there was a longer kind of storytelling within it. So Yeah. And I just like the the title uh, of this chapter, this book, because it gets weirder. Right. Which explains high school. It gets weirder. (laughs) You think this is bad? Trying it gets weirder. Some, trying to tell somebody about high school, you, you say, just get through it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be over with, and then yeah. it'll get much better after that. Stephen Byrne did the art on this. The I actually have to shout out the letter or two, because the one cool thing that I liked is when they were doing their um, like monologuing or whatever, mm-hmm. you could tell which one was talking because he would put their, their J or the Z oh, in front yeah. of it, which I always appreciate little oh, nice. things like that. Yeah. So... That's helpful when it gets confusing with those boxes. Yes. Who it said does. that? <laughs> Everybody gets their own font? Yes. I dibs on Sarcastica. <laughs> Is that an actual font? Or I don't know how to answer that. It? It's going to be in Sarcastica when I answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did make a font called Sarcastica once. Yeah? Yeah. All right. It was. It was. It didn't look great. No? Nope. All right. There's no real application for it. Yeah, well, it's just, just like sarcasm. Hmm. <laughs> Not to be taken seriously, but dealt with. So, Alita, Battle Angel. Yes. Came Alita. out. Yes. Yeah. You know, to like... underperforming, uh, I yeah. guess. No to no fanfare whatsoever. Yeah, uh, yeah. From some people, have, there has been some, like, good reviews, but a majority not good reviews. And it looks like over... The weekend it's going to come out with about thirty-seven million U.S. domestic. Uh, this thing costs over one hundred and seventy million for its budget. Yeah, 
It's not gonna. It's gotta make a shit ton overseas, yeah. and that's just sad because. This is where I think uh, movie studios then won't take a chance on another unknown property, and that's why they keep going back to the same stupid shit. And it sucks for uh, us as a viewing public who wouldn't pay to go see this stuff, but it also sucks when the movie kind of sucks and the studios pushed it through anyways. Sometimes they just need to know, maybe we should go in a different direction, maybe not bug eyes, maybe... Yeah, you can't tell James Cameron anything, though. I mean, true. <laughs> he does what he wants. I love movies, and when I saw on the trailer that this was brought to you by the creator of or creators of Avatar, I was done. Yeah, not an Avatar fan. Like Avatar? No. It's... What? I I think it's overhyped personally, but so many people yeah. love Avatar. No, well, no, I don't. It's I, Papyrus. <laughs> It was good for what it was and what it did to cinematography for 3D and everything. So there's breakthrough, sure, yeah, different reasons when I saw why. It like in 3D, that was amazing. Yeah. The movie, however, right? You know, I've seen in, most in, James not Cameron in movies 3D. are, are breakthroughs in cinematography more than they are. True, right? Good He's stories. a uh, technology pusher yes. or uh, or uh, a leader in that. Sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Avatar guys, yeah. come on! Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get started because I will. Get <laughs> what are your thoughts on Frozen? I love Frozen. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Frozen two just. If had... you have any problems with Frozen, I'll tell you what to do with that. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> yes. That's a Tony level joke right there. Uh, they just had a trailer for Frozen two come out this past. Yes, week it was as very well. depressing. Really? It didn't give away any <laughs> super like, dark plots. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Uh, but it's also the most. Uh, Played within 24 hours trailer of, uh, not cartoon, but animated. Because mm. uh, obviously there's other movies that have had more. But yeah, these are sure. fake internet award points that we have here. <laughs> but that says a lot about how big of a juggernaut this movie will be. Yeah. And was when the original came out because it was awesome. Yep, it's coming out November uh, 22nd of this year. So. Mm. We only have a... We get one more song to get stuck in our head for the year. That's that's the thing that I was thinking <laughs> when I was watching this trailer. I'm like, what's the new catchy yeah. song? As long as Adina Menzel sings it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I love her. She's got pipes. Uh, speaking of songs, uh, Black Panther won Marvel's first ever Grammy Award. Oh, the for the soundtrack? The yeah. Good. That's how, it was a great soundtrack. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't normally ever... I don't listen care about the Grammys that much anymore anyways. I don't listen to a lot of music. I listen to old school stuff, but nothing new because it doesn't sound like music. Yeah. So with this, though, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't know that soundtrack would be up for a nomination. Well, it was entirely produced by Kendrick Lamar, so he's got some weight, I guess, in the industry still. Uh, I kind of wish that the first Luke Cage soundtrack for the first season would have won a Grammy. That was better. I think that was a better soundtrack. Really? Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is... Oh, uh, I guess we'll just uh, stick with the House of Mouse. House of Mouse. So we all know that there's this Loki series that's going to be coming on out. And some new details that... Because he's dead, right? Yes. Except for... If he's got a series, maybe he's not dead. Or it's a prequel. 
It could be him going through history, messing with human uh, events. Maybe it's when they turn him into a lady, and he's Lady Loki, and they're doing a Lady Loki That would be great. Uh, Have a little Kid Loki in there at some point, too. All I know, though, is Loki is my token uh, god of mischief. He's your your guilty pleasure. (laughs) He's everything that I want to be in life. I I didn't know that about you. Except for not uh, dead. (laughs) Yeah, he, That's enlightening. He loves. Them. Yeah, of course, right? He's like, here, hold this grenade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hands me this grenade, um, this little uh, keychain looking thing. And April a metal... Fool's Day, like, don't go near him. Yeah. J- if you squeeze it, you can see the metal part. He, seriously though, and don't... it just it shocks you. He does something every year. I think he took last year off just to fuck with people, and that I was did. his prank. Because everyone thought he was going to do something, and then he did no. Nothing. Last year, last year actually, um, last year was the dick pics. I had uh, Richard Nixon. Is some it? no, it's just a a pick, like a guitar pick. Oh. that said "dick" on it, and I sent it to my friends that were all females. Some of which that had, you know, significant others. I was like, "You gotta do me a favor, though." But all of a sudden, like, be like, "Oh my god, Tony sent me a dick pic." So, one couple who had just gotten married, two really good friends of mine. She goes, "I just got a dick pic," and he was furious. Oh. And then she showed it to him, and then he was just pissed that. He was mad about he had, nothing. Yeah. Gotten. You gave him a gift. You give her a gift. Like, yeah. yeah. Here's an April Fool's Day yeah, gift. You got to help me with this uh-huh. prank. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. That was last year. And a lot of people, though, did question what I had done. This was just all kind of just through text, through friends. Through, so I didn't get a lot of people, but I got a lot of people. And Yeah. It was. Point was is, good. if you're around Tony McKay during uh, April Fool's Day, just walk away. No, no, other no, no, direction. No. If you <laughs> April Fool's Day comes around, target Tony. <laughs> Give him the medicine he deserves. He's pretty good at sniffing that stuff out, though. That's the problem. Is he is a shyster, so he, he knows when it's coming. <laughs> so I'm very happy that they have now officially said that the Bumblebee movie is a reboot. Like, there's been speculation going into the movie, and even after people saw the movie, still thinking, is this set in the first world universe that the other ones were? Yeah. Yeah. But it is not. It is a new, it's going to be a reboot slash, I mean, it's going to be set in a a whole new universe of Transformers movies that they're already going to be working on. It's like a timeline difference. Yeah. Yeah, different different way to go about it. Yeah, this was, and this wasn't Michael Bay that had nothing to do with this movie, right? Yeah. Which is why everyone loved it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was uh, the best Transformers film yeah. so far. It looks like it. I watch trailers all the time, and usually the trailer gives away everything. Tells you exactly how the movie's going to be. And it looked like a good trailer. Well, there's a lot of more... They rickrolled us in, in, the, in the trailer, too. <laughs> Do you remember that? One of the trailers they played... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> Here's the thing, uh, with the comic books having ended and they're going to relaunch soon, uh, we also have a new uh, series coming to Netflix, Transformers War of Cybertron. supposed to be coming out uh, later this year, I believe. Very excited about that because... Animated, obviously. Yes, animated. But this is going to be kind of, not prequel, but for most people who have ever... Oh, actually, sorry, it comes out Netflix in 2020, so next year. Uh... This is going to be pre-Coming to Earth, so hmm. this is going to be the war on Cybertron, or for Cybertron, which is pretty much the title of it, and I am very looking forward to that. Um, in the best segue ever, 
to get to some other news. Uh, there is also a trans- you announce it that negates its segueness. Totally, I know, but <laughs> there's a, it's a you just <laughs> okay. If I just said the Ecto One's becoming a transformer, that doesn't really segue it as does. much as having to say it does. Well, fuck you. I'll get on my Segway and leave. Uh, Here he goes. <laughs> oh, there's the finger. Bye, Tony. <laughs> Bye, guys. Two fingers. Put your hands on the thing. <laughs> so, the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters uh, has now been turned into a Transformer, and I'm quite happy about that, as well as not happy hearing that there's going to be a lot of new Transformers toys that are going to be from other licensed properties. They had uh, uh, quite a few of them with Star Wars before, where like uh, Darth Vader's TIE fighter turned into a robotic-looking Darth Mm -hmm, Vader. mm -hmm. Um, The Millennium Falcon separated two for Han Solo and Chewbacca. (laughs) And this one, A, because I love Ghostbusters and Transformers, looks pretty badass. So I went on to pick this up, but along with other ones that are going to be announced as well throughout the year. Also, they should just do that. That reminds they, me of that. That should just be part of the movie. That poster that you have. Well, there's also, them together. There's going to be a uh, five-issue comic book series from IDW that's going to explain the electro, uh, uh, Ectotron ah. is, their, is their name. That's kind of fun. Inventive. Yeah. And in a not segue, because I won't announcement to ruin it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some new news about Ghostbusters. New news? Yes. Uh, so, new news. The, as we know, it's following from the events of the original two, and we now know that it's going to be, you know, modern day following uh, four young teenagers, two boys and two girls, as they investigate paranormal activity. So, again, something that I speculated before is this going to be a passing on of the torch. Now, this also is a saying that these kids have gone back to their home or to their town so probably not set in new york uh what this all means for the original cast and everything who knows but i have a feeling that once production gets underway which is going to be soon i believe in may is when they start uh we'll hear more if they have the original three so obviously right harold ramis can't be there yeah he did Oh, um, and other things that I can, uh... Tony's the source of all the news this week because he's the only person that did his homework. It's not doing homework, it's just that I'm a, I'm a big nerd and... It's I, fair, you I, are, it's I, true. I know Ladies! I drink and I know Ladies. things. Ladies, he drinks and he knows things. Line up. <laughs> all, all the stuff that I find just sounds too speculative. Two rumors. So, There's so and, much of that. And crap. usually, when I, I just, I don't feel like trying to report anything that I don't think is going to happen, or, you know, and some of the crap that I read, like it really just has nothing to do with anything. Some of the articles, you know. That's why we dig through the bullshit to bring the real shit. Yep. That's right. <laughs> uh, we know our shit. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I had heard rumors, and now it's less rumors. Uh, that Ridley Scott is helping oversee a Alien franchise TV series that would be heading to Hulu. That's about all that I know about it. And mm-hmm. I am more than happy to follow in a TV series. Uh, it'll be a, a lot longer. I'm a big fan of the Alien franchise. Huge fan. 
And when uh, <clears throat> when I uh, watched Predator 2, I watched all Predators uh, this past week, all the movies. When I saw Predator 2, way back in the day, they had a little skull, like a... It's a, they had the it's like a weird... Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like a skull that can't exist because of the the, the way it, the skull, uh, an alien works. But um, when I saw that on the side of it, uh, the, uh, inside this ship, I was just like so thrilled. I was freaking out. Most of the comics do a great exploration... Of those two franchises fighting each other, yeah, the movies don't do a good job <laughs> no, of no, uh, no, portraying the comics. Um, what, what happens in the comics, like uh, Alien versus Predator, they had that um, the woman kind of uh, join up with the Predator to fight this, you know, Queen alien. alien. Yeah. Well, the comics kind of have that similar thing, sort of thing happening, but she like joins the clan of the Predators and stuff, and it's way better in the comics. Oh, it's sure. Plus, in the Alien that movie it. was like, they they didn't hire anybody to do light on that sure, movie. You couldn't re- see anything yeah. that was going on <laughs> at all. <laughs> so even if there was something good in there, you probably just didn't see it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so She had her eyes closed during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons has been renewed for not one, but two more seasons. Of course. That show is going to go on until everyone who is currently working on the show is dead. dead. That's just that's just the somewhere somebody signed a thing in blood with Satan. Who do you think is going to be the last person that dies uh, from the cast of The Simpsons? Uh, hey everybody! <laughs> uh, we also know that uh, Bob's Burgers as well as uh, Family Guy have also been renewed, and this all goes. We had speculated before who was getting this stuff, and it is indeed Disney is owning these properties. Um, I know that Family Guy was uh, supposed to expire, I believe, this summer. So having them be repicked up uh, has it's Seth MacFarlane probably just being pretty happy about those yeah. Disney bucks now. Uh, I I would actually prefer that he focused on the Orville because that is a way better show than Family Guy. I do love the Orville. Is it? I'm not a huge oh, fan of Seth MacFarlane at than all. Family Guy, it is family way guy has fallen, for me. It's it's had its well, great I mean, years. I mean, I mean, during its its. Peak, I'll still watch some. I mean. The Orville is surprisingly I mean, like, good. Now. Surprisingly good. Yeah, because you don't need to have like a stupid well, gag good. every thirty yeah. seconds. I'll just wait another three months and then binge as much as I can. Yeah, it's, I was surprised. Uh, two projects that uh, take me back uh, in the day. Uh, all that is being revived at Nickelodeon. Oh yeah. Uh, Keenan Thompson sing, sing is... Sing the song for us, Tony. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty much this. <laughs> this is all that. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. I think they just repeat that Which in means... different ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not all that. <laughs> Which is cool for kids to uh, oh. have their own kind of <laughs> sketch comedy show. Yes. But they're also uh, bringing back Are You Afraid of the Dark? As a miniseries, because I guess there's a movie coming out yeah. uh, this next year, and so this is going to kind of coincide with that. Uh, this will also, you know, I guess help set up uh, to that movie. There's no news if it's going to, f- I guess, be connected to the movie, mm. but I always wanted to have whatever that magic dust was that they threw in the fire that made it. You can you can put sugar. You can do that with sugar, and it's, it'll, it'll ignite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't tell him so that he can set things on fire. We used to take our, Charles. Uh, our hot cocoa mix and just toss it into the fire, and it would—it was sort of—it wasn't like um nope. really big, 
But uh, and it wasn't different colored or anything. Knowing Tony's luck, he's gonna throw a handful of sugar into the fire, and I, a wind is gonna pick up right at that time and just blow the molten sugar back. I've up seen to him his play with fire. Face. <laughs> And somehow that'll give him a diabetic it might attack. Take it <laughs> um, Agents of Shield, uh, the next season, season six, uh, is actually most people speculated coming out end to middle of summer, but they have now just announced that it's coming out in May hmm. of this year. I didn't realize that was a summer series. It well, it, it was turning into that because of the delay and with how things are working out with Endgame. Sure. So that this comes right after Endgame leads me to believe that all that's going to be tied up uh, with a bow, and then this is going to kind of bridge the gap into, I guess, the next phase, maybe? Or at least they're not going to be tied to the movies because that's already been taken care of. Right. Uh, so I don't know where that's going to go, but I'm kind of happy that it's coming out sooner than later. As well as The Eternals are going into oh, production soon. Oh, my God. That is, that is a series that I can't wait people start saying what is this uh i'm gonna go see this movie because it's marvel and me being able to explain a lot about the eternals because they are yeah. hard to explain there's some key runs in there uh throughout the years if you just go and pick up the neil gaiman run of the eternals that's really i mean you can you can delve dive deep into the the history of it and read all the runs but if you just want to read one and done that's the one i suggest that you pick up and read because it's not too long. It does a very good job of explaining them, and the art in that is fucking sick. So. <laughs> well, it's expected to come out it's next exciting. year. So. That's exciting. Yeah. Did they do cast announcements yet for that? They had a couple. Again, it's all speculative though yeah. of what and who's sure. attached to it yet. So, right. I'm not sure. Um, I do know that uh, DC's slate of movies is all messed up now. <laughs> Ever since Aquaman made a lot of money and not being connected to the DCU, yeah. they're really taking a step back and saying, maybe this shared universe thing isn't uh, what we needed to do the whole time, which is great in, in a sense. Now, on the comic book side, however, uh, things are falling a little bit behind. We've now found out that uh, the next uh, Doomsday Clock is being pushed back um was already supposed to have come out in january mm -hmm. now it's coming out march 6th those were on every other month already weren't they they originally started out being once a month mm -hmm. and then they realized oh we need to have time for these other books to catch up to them so then they did every other month now it's turning into like every three <sighs> months and it's beginning to piss me off a little bit another big uh pushback is a batman dam number three that's being also pushed back another three months to, like, May. I mean, that I guess I can kind of get. That artwork in that takes a while, if that's why they're doing it. Because that's not... I mean, they don't need to wait for any other books for that one. That one's not a... Uh, that's like an Elseworlds story. Well, maybe they have to find comb with a Make sure there's glass. no penises in this version. Um, and Do then... penis. One of the other big... <laughs> cancellations that has been announced this past week is that they've uh, parted ways um, with Second Coming. It hasn't even come out yet, but that is the story of Jesus coming back. It was one of the new vertical books that I was looking forward oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where it... Oh, they opted not to do that one now? Well, there was a big backlash by a certain group of people 
in the U.S. Imagine who, who that signed be. had two thousand signatures saying this is blasphemous. Two thousand? That's it? Or two hundred thousand? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Say. Which made <laughs> more DC people will the, buy it than that. I just, I for me personally, I'm looking to laugh at this. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a bit religious, and I don't all of a sudden take my comic books seriously. Now, one of the big things is I love the book uh, God's Dead. Holy shit, was that blasphemous by killing God himself and then having Jesus be kind of a hippie person. There wasn't a lot. I mean, probably there was hate, but since that was... uh, That series was really good. It went off the rails. Yeah, I think that was from Avatar Press, too, where it came out of. Who was writing that one? Uh, Hickman. That's one of them that's... And that was that's why that was so good. I can see why DC folded because they're a bigger company and they don't want to have that backlash. Now one of the great things is though, when you write books for big companies, mm-hmm. they own those books. Doesn't matter what if you get it released or not. They actually gave the rights and everything back. Oh, so they um, can release it independently, maybe. So now they are searching for a new publisher to, to sure. put it out. Which, that is probably the best news, yeah. because I'm really looking forward to what this book will be. Uh, maybe Source Point Press could uh, pick it up, because oh I God. think that Travis, would be a, are you listening? We know you're listening. hit uh, for them, for sure. Um, it, you know, if you need to get in your, your funny Jesus pages, uh, <laughs> in the meantime, you can always read um, Bible, too. That's a really good book. What? Yeah, this could be paired <laughs> really well with Bible, too. Um... <clears throat> One of the, Who would you pair this uh, book with? Uh, uh, a sacramental water. wine. Just a water. Uh, actually, I think we've paired a book with sacramental wine before. <laughs> Drunk Jesus is at the bar. Bartender goes, Jesus, you're cut off. I'm just giving you water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you didn't read my blog, did you? <laughs> oh, uh... Last thing that I kind of have is uh, some more uh, animated series, uh, adult animated series that are coming to Hulu um, from Marvel. Oh. There's going to be. Less sexy. <laughs> well, especially when I say there's one about Modoc. Oh. <laughs> Way less sexy. Way less sexy, yeah. Um, who has Patton Oswalt assigned to that. Um, there's going to be a Howard the Duck that has Kevin Smith assigned to that. Um, Yay. There's a Tigra and Dazzler <laughs> as well as a Hit Monkey series. And what I love the most is that these are going to be individual series that are going to come together for a crossover event. So it's probably just going to be a one episode or something called The Offenders. Sure. Because instead of The Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. That, they've done that in a book series. They've done The Offenders as a book before, haven't they? I feel like they have with yeah. Howard the Duck. Yeah. Uh, He's very it. offensive. See, and I just never His got that duck from... penis. <laughs> Where did that come from? You know, that's... That's the thing that bothered me the most in the Howard the Duck movie is like movies, movie, the oh, one movie. Movies. No, like she clearly got it on with Howard the Duck, and ducks have weird penises. They're like prehensile and stuff. <laughs> we all know this. It's one of those facts that Charles whole, looks like he doesn't know this. No, whole, I've known this. I just don't like to think about right. This. The whole time forced to imagine a duck penis, but not just a duck penis. It's going into the specific girl in that movie, and she. Is <laughs> it Taya Leone that was in that movie? The girl from Back. To the oh Future. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, the girl from Back to the Future, who was Marty's mom. Uh, I'm gonna Google it. Tapity tap tap. <laughs> These are the sort of things that everyone just needs to have ingrained in their I minds. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. 
I just haven't seen her in so many things. It's been a while. Is it Leah Thompson? Leah Thompson, yes. Good job. Yeah. You pulled that out of the vault. That was impressive. These are the things that my my brain knows randomly for some reason. Why, I don't know. Some people know about cars. He can't do his own taxes, but he does know that Leah Thompson was in Howard the Duck. (laughs) um, But um, who else was in Howard the Duck? Uh, The guy from Shawshank Redemption was in it. Which guy? Uh, well, the white guy. Uh, the main character. Uh, why do I keep wanting to say Greg he, Kinnear? But that is definitely he was not a scientist. Who that was. Charles, why do you keep coming up with people's names that you don't know their names? Well, I mean, collectively, we should all know. You don't know this. Tim Robbins. There you yes. go. Damn it! I would have been. I would have been He's happy that was two for two. Yeah. All right, that's all I have. That's all you have. Thanks for Tony's. Uh, We're segueing away from <laughs> Tony's news. Tony's news corner. He's the uh, only one in it. Pretty much so. <laughs> uh, booze in a book, Lens. Yes, booze in a book this week uh, is next gen number one, which is part of the Age of X Men uh, event that they have going on right now. This one is centered around Glob. And I love Glob. I love Glob too. Um, and the the kids, right? The X kids that are normally the junior X Men. The I'm not going to review the book in its entirety. It was very much just a this is this is setting up the story that they're going to follow. So hmm, not overly exciting. But there's um, well, I like it got a little bit of backstory in the four realms that they're allowed to go. Oh into. yeah, like their paths in school. Yeah, and, and stuff. how some like it seems like they were genetically centered to go certain ways or how they got picked to do yeah. certain things and and I love the chicken names and yeah. there's there's the a lot glob, of things. the thing I loved was the glob fan fiction where he wrote about them like they were like it was literally what their normal books are like well that's the thing and that's where I think he knows yeah he somehow has a memory and what I like is uh, and actually now that we're talking about it when one of those two twins uh, that recently Anole came around, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, the, the gray twins. Yeah, the French ones, the weird ones. Yeah, where she <laughs> uh, had said that you know I can see your skull, but I can't read into your mind. Meaning, I don't think he was mind wiped at all. Uh, I think that secretly, somehow, his he, body makeup somehow made whatever happened not happen to him. And I think because in the end, it looks like he's attacking armor. Yeah, but at the same point, you. You know, I didn't know he could set his his arm on fire. Did you? Yeah, uh, his uh, yeah, his body is made up of a waxy type uh, chemical that he's set himself on fire. It doesn't hurt him at all, right? And there's yeah, he's pretty much huh. just kind of like a secondary. Interesting. I'm the Inhuman Torch. I can see this yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> uh, it is cute. It is a cute book, and it's obviously going to play into the overall. I do like, though, when we get the look of, like, what he was... I still love... That was my favorite panel of the Oh, or, and it zooms in on his eyeball? It just zooms in on his eyeball and just, like... What is Glob thinking? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best segue into the, one of the new series. But, yeah. uh, so we're pairing that this week with a strawberry daiquiri because, just like Glob, who is tall and thick and pink and sweet, so are strawberry daiquiris. What, what goes in a strawberry daiquiri? <laughs> Alcohol. 
I think it's mostly rum. <laughs> rum? Okay, yeah. Okay, so it's not like vodka or something no, else. No, no vodka. Rum gross. always, you yeah. know, sets a good mood. Rum, rum and delicious fruit flavored. This case, strawberry and ice. All right. Um, well, that does it for me this week. Charles, uh, what's the quote? The words of wisdom? Is yeah, quote? whatever. Charles' uh, wait, words of wisdom. Confucius say, man who stand on toilet, high on pot. <laughs> <laughs> I got many more of those. <laughs> that, I guess we'll use that. I guess that works for us this week. Um, oh, shit. I forgot to talk about the uh, Super Mario Kart that went for... Well, you didn't say right into it. Yeah. <laughs> You left too soon on the Segway. You forgot about it. Dang it. I I blew it. Like blowing into the cartridge. Oh, Oh, stay thirsty for more news that we probably forgot to talk about this week. That I forgot to talk about this week. Yeah, I didn't forget to talk about anything. 